You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. We are at episode number 48, and I'm thrilled that you are here, you are back, you are listening to my words. Give yourself a great big, huge hug, a pat on the back, gold stars, sparkles, uniform, unicorn, not uniforms, that would be weird, unicorns, glitter, and just feel my love coming to you in your earbuds or in your car stereo or wherever you're listening to me and just know that I think you're amazing and I think you are wonderful and you're doing a fantastic job. This is episode number 48 and it's entitled How to Be More Productive. And it came to me through an email question. I'm currently in the midst of a kind of online summit with my friend, Laura Smith, and Laura Smith runs the Get Organized HQ website. It used to be called iHeartPlanners.com, but now she's sort of rebranded, and it's this Get Organized HQ, and HQ is headquarters. And there's this online summit, and a whole bunch of speakers are talking and sharing. And so I did a talk on the five steps to slow living. And if you've been here for a while, I truly believe that the secret to life, the the secret sauce in all of the things is to go slow and to figure out what it is you really want out of life. Because this is it. You only get this one chance. There's there's literally no do-overs so far. Maybe science will figure something out, but just like social security, it's not something that I'm going to count on and it's not something that I want you to count on. So you have to make the most of your life here, now, and that doesn't mean you're behind and it doesn't mean you have to play catch up. Press the pause button, go slow, go within your inner voice, your inner guidance, your, the nudges from the universe, the answers from God, the, the little things that come to you when you are intentionally slow, that's what it's all about. You already know deep down inside what the next step is that you need to take. And all I'm asking is that you take it, that you trust yourself, that you tune out the noise coming from the media, the the programming from, from maybe your early childhood, your parents, your teachers, your instructors telling you you're supposed to do this. This is what a successful grown-up looks like. This is what you need to do. You need to work until you die, blah, blah, blah. None of that sounds fun. None of that sounds interesting. None of that sounds like, oh, let's, let's jump out of bed in the morning because I'm going to work real hard until I die. No, that's not fun. And that's what slowing down is all about. So the the five steps to slow living, if you're jumping in right here, right now in episode number 48, there are five. The first one, declutter, 
purge, remove, organize, maintain. The acronym is PROM. Get rid of all of the things in your life that are not serving you, that are not helping you, that are not helping you to feel calm, peaceful, tranquil, to live the life of your dreams. If it's not helping you, get rid of it. Don't look back. Put it in a hefty bag. Toss it to the curb. You're done. Number two, figure out where it is you want to go. So what is the next step? Plan your GPS, chart it out. Where is it that you want to go? I have a retirement app on my phone and it sort of ticks down the the hours and the minutes and the days until my quote unquote retirement. And um, there's a daily quote in it. And yesterday's quote was, you don't retire from something. You retire to something. So think about where you are right now. Where is it you want to go? Don't spend all your time thinking about how you don't like this house. You don't like this marriage. You don't like the, the carpet in the living room. That's not helpful thoughts. Start thinking, start daydreaming, start planning of what you do want. So you're not, again, the quote was, you're not retiring from something. You're retiring to something. And I'm using retire in this like big overarching thing. I, it doesn't matter if you're listening to this and you're in your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. I'm not suggesting that the secret of life is to retire. No, the secret of life is to go slow regardless of the age and stage you're in. I just happened to have that quote in my brain because I read it yesterday. So step one, declutter. Step two, know where you're going, figure it out, have a, start making a plan. Step three, while you're doing this plan, stay positive, stay thankful, stay grateful. You've got air to breathe. You've got water to drink. You've got birds that are chirping. There is a sunrise every day. There's a sunset every day. If you're listening to me, you've got Wi-Fi. I mean, think about how freaking amazing and wonderful and awesome that is. It didn't happen when I was in my, let's see, so... (laughs) when did quote unquote Al Gore invent the internet? I think 99-ish is when I first really remember using it on a day-to-day basis. Um, We had this old computer in the late and mid-90s and we had AOL dial-up. But think about how much has changed and how amazing that is that every time you turn on the faucet, water comes out. So right now as I'm recording it, I think is it Mississippi that that the uh, their local government says, do not drink the water? Well, my hope is that you have water right now that you can drink. And that is pretty just phenomenal. So soak that up. Think about it. Be grateful to the here and the now. And then step four, teeny, tiny baby steps forward. Just a little bit every day. If, if, if you've got a great big, huge project, set a timer, set a timer in 10 minute chunks and, and work in those 10 minutes and, and just keep moving forward. You do not need to complete your life's work today. You do not need to complete your life's work tomorrow or next week or by the end of the calendar year because you created a New Year's resolution. No, that's going to feel uncomfortable in your body. And it's going to make you feel like if you're having a day off 
or you're taking a vacation, that you're falling behind because you're not putting the pedal to the metal and going towards your hopes and your dreams. Mm -mm. Hoping and dreaming should be fun and it should be peaceful. And just imagine that kind of like my little pony floating on a cloud. It feels so wonderful. You have all the time in the world. Do not feel rushed. And then step five, just tweak, fine tune, modify. If you're on a course and all of a sudden it's just not interesting to you anymore. You, you were, you were going down this path and you thought maybe this was your life's work. This is what you were meant to do. And all of a sudden something happens and there's a big shift and it doesn't make sense to you anymore. Tweak, fine tune, modify. You are the adult in the room. You get to decide. You do you and you do what feels right. Okay. So those are the five steps. And that was the talk that I've given to you before. And it was the talk that I gave in the Get Organized Now HQ uh, summit that I'm in. And I got a message about when you're living slow, how do you be productive? How can you become more productive if you're trying to live a slow life? So that's a fantastic question. And the two things are not mutually exclusive. I feel like a productive member of society. I feel like a productive member of my household. I feel worthy as a human. I feel fantastic day in and day out, regardless of whether or not I checked things off a to-do list. So if you are not feeling productive, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me, but the best thing is to stop and, and, and not go, go, go and try and accomplish more, but figure out why, why don't you feel productive? What, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Do you think productivity equals success and success equals money or fame or fortune or accolades from members of society, members from your community, your Facebook friends? What is it you're trying to achieve here? What does productivity mean to you? And, and figure out why. Why do you want to, to have this, oh, I was so productive today feeling. So figure that out. And, and I can't answer those questions for you. I will tell you that if you spend a lot of time online and you spend a lot of time listening to the radio and watching TV and the news, you will feel like successful people work all the time. Successful people go, go, go and are busy and are constantly rushing to the next thing. And think about that and really think, are the people, and, and if you're equating success with money, that is something to, to really think about also. So if you feel right now as if you don't have a control of your finances and you're kind of drowning in debt and you don't have a plan to pay that off, you may think that work, working hard, doing a lot 
equals success, which brings in money. And I'd like you to kind of revisit that a little bit. And it's tricky. It's absolutely tricky if you do feel behind in your finances, if you do think you're not saving enough, if you are spending more than you're making and, and, and that kind of thing. So there's this quote, and I want to say it's actually from Eleanor Roosevelt, who is lovely and amazing. And I think we all agree that Eleanor Roosevelt was a phenomenal lady. So I am not knocking her, but I am going to knock this quote because the quote sort of haunted me in my younger years and definitely in my late twenties and early thirties when I was trying to figure it all out. And it was the harder I work, the luckier I get. So I did feel like if I wanted to lie on the couch and watch a bachelor marathon, that I was being lazy and that I was being unproductive and it was a waste of my time and I shouldn't be doing that. And I had negative voices in my head saying, come on, Steph, you should go do something. Uh, go, go, I don't know, weed, go do dishes, go fold laundry, like do something. So a lot of times in order to combat those voices in my head that I don't like, um, I will fold laundry. <laughs> while binge watching some show or something like that. And I actually plan it now as self-care and I put aside all of, well, most of <laughs> Sunday afternoon and I, and I fold laundry in a nice, slow, methodical way and I binge watch my shows. And um, if my show is not over and my laundry basket is um, getting down to the last few towels in the basket, I slow... <laughs> I slow my roll. I slow my folding so I can, I can make it last. And they do have that as self-care. But that quote, the harder I work, the luckier I get, isn't necessarily true. And my suggestion is to change that thought to, I'm on the right path. I make good choices. I recognize opportunities. I'm lucky right now. Everything I do, I do well. Opportunities fall into my lap. And I'm going to use a school site as an example of hard work and luck and success and money. So let's right now just assume that the person who asked this question, how to be more productive, is really thinking and equating hard work and, and pushing and checking things off the list, equaling success, equaling money. And let's look at a school site only because that's where I go each and every day. And the people who work the hardest on my school site actually get paid the least. So the one-on-one aides, the inclusion aides, uh, the custodians, the people, well, our custodian doesn't work all that hard, but that's a different story. Um, the, the, the people who are doing the hardest work actually get paid the least. So there's the hardest working people who are actually hands-on with the children, going, 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 doing, doing, doing. They can't even leave the room usually to use the restroom properly. Same with nurses. I think we all know in a hospital, the nurses, the, the people who are actively doing the things work the hardest and they don't actually get paid the most. So at a school site, who gets paid the most? Well, 
There's, there's the people in charge. It's the specialists, the people who have doctorates, the, the superintendent, all of the people in the district office. Those people aren't actively actually in the classroom doing the things. They get to sit around and talk. They get to sit around and have meetings, and they get paid the most. In, in a factory, it's the guy who owns the thing who gets paid the most, not the people who are on the line risking their their fingers and, and that kind of stuff. Jeff Bezos, sure, in the beginning, he probably worked hard, but now he's just he's just letting the billions multiply. So eradicate the thought from your head that being productive, I have to be productive, I have to go, I have to constantly be moving, doing, acting, producing in order to be successful. Your successful feeling needs to come from within. You need to love yourself, wrap yourself up in a warm, big, cozy blanket from the inside and know that you are awesome and know that you are amazing. And if you are sitting on the couch, cuddling with your three-year-old and reading a story and there are dishes in the sink, who cares? Be in the here and the now. You are being productive, doing things, checking stuff off a list. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Be here. Be now. Be present. Feel good about yourself. You know intuitively and instinctively what you should be doing. And if your body is telling you to take a nap, take a nap. It's all going to be okay. And then, and then look at a hotel, the, the housekeepers, the, the people who are literally physically doing the hard work. They are super productive. They are working hard. But I think you can agree that chances are they do not get paid as much. Certainly they don't get paid as much as the hotel manager, but they probably don't get paid as much as the person who answers the phones. The, 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 they're not getting tips the same way as maybe the doorman is or the bag carrier and anyone at the front desk who literally just stands there and waits for the phone to ring or waits for people to come in. They have a lot more downtime and they're getting paid more. So shift those thoughts because hard work does not equal money each and every time and it doesn't equal success each and every time. And I want you to also know that the feeling of you're not doing enough or you're not good enough or you should be doing more, that comes from a lack of self-worth. And you are just as worthy as a person if you're taking a nap on the couch because you're tired and you're listening to your body. You are just as worthy as someone who is out rototilling the front yard or, or someone who is is driving around and, and delivering food in, in all of these different ways. And, and, and your gold stars and your feeling of worthiness really does need to come from within. And most people, most people, if you're listening to this podcast, most people who are listening to self-help or personal development books are already wired 
to be kind of type A driven people. They're already, you're already trying to be better. You're already not a sloth. Uh, the, the people in general who need the kind of cattle prod to get up off their butt and, and do the things, they're, they're not, they're not you. They're, they're just not. So do not equate yourself with that. You know deep down inside if you're a hard worker. You know deep down inside when push comes to shove, you will rise to the occasion and you will go. If you have too much clutter, declutter it. If you're feeling behind in some way and it would make you feel better to do something, Set a timer and go do something for 10 minutes and then feel good about yourself. But hyper-driven, 110% all of the time, go mode isn't sustainable and it isn't healthy in the long term. You will absolutely burn yourself out. So I'm going to go back to a school site because um, we are now in the second week of school. Um, yesterday was day five, so today's day six. And the the days leading up to the first day of school for for me, for the principal, I'm a school site secretary. If you hadn't, um, if you are wondering, like, why is stuff go to school? So <laughs> I'm I'm a school site secretary in elementary school. So I. Love it. I love, love, love it. I get to customer service all day. I get to help people all day. Um, I get to leave my work at my desk and come home and be the kind of mom and, and human that I want to be in my own house and um, walk Sheldon. And it's just wonderful. So I love my job. I, I love it. But I and the principal and absolutely every single one of those teachers were in overdrive the first few days back to work trying to set up classrooms, trying to get class schedules out, and then the first day or two on the school site. Major overdrive. Were we productive? Yes. Did we get a lot done? Yes. Did we do more each day than any human should ever have to do? A hundred and bazillion times, yes. We were in full throttle go mode. And then what happened? We had the weekend. We had the Monday back. And then we all crashed. Tuesday on our school site was as if we were attending a funeral. Everyone was tired. Everyone was spent. And it was only Tuesday. (laughs) And that's what happens. When you're in go mode, go with a capital G, capital O, exclamation point, it is not sustainable. You feel great, you might feel productive, and you can do it for a day or two. You might even, in in periods of high stress, be able to do it for a week or two. But your body will revolt. You will crash. You have to recover. You have to slow down. You have to listen to your body. And if you don't, and you ignore it, and you feed it lots of stimulants and caffeine and Red Bull and five-hour energy, and you decide, no, 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 I'm going to ignore all those things and I'm going to go, that's when you get sick. That's when your body breaks down. That's when all of a sudden you have some weird ailment that you don't know anything about or you your, your body somehow decides to pull a muscle or break an ankle. No human is supposed to be at 
110% all of the time. So, so figure it out. Yes, just like when you're running a very long race, you see the finish line, sometimes you sprint for a block or two. But in general, you're slow, you're steady, you're methodical. You put one foot in front of the other and you just keep going. Trudge, 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 trudge. And remember, you're, if, if you're on the right path, you're going to get there when you get there. And it doesn't need to be tomorrow. It doesn't need to be next week. It doesn't need to be by December 31st. You will get there when you get there. And all anyone can ask of you is to keep going and not give up. Okay. I hope that was helpful. I hope that was, <laughs> I want to say productive, but I hope that felt good and as if you can make forward progress on your hopes and your dreams and your goals and your aspirations in a thoughtful, methodical, slow way. You're still productive, but you are not frenzified. If you have any questions, absolutely reach out to me. If you're having trouble with this and you don't understand and, and you have this kind of mindset block that, that hard work does equal success and you can't break through that, reach out to me. There's some sort of mindset, something that we can work through together. I do have free one-time calls and I'm happy to jump on the call with you. And it's stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset, all one word, M-I-N-D-S-E-T. I'm happy to hop on the phone with you. If you need help charting out your course, you don't know what, <laughs> what you're moving towards. You just know what you don't want. Um, reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to hop on the phone with you. Give yourself a great, big, huge hug. I think you are amazing and wonderful, and I will see you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.